0: Phantom House.
1: It's the place for podcasts.
2: Welcome to The Living Room. Please make yourself at home. This week, I spoke with New Balance. We talked about scratching a different itch with quieter songs, playing to assist the greater sound of the band, and writing lyrical details to set the mood. You can find the music online at newbalance.bandcamp.com. Listen up, dudes, and enjoy.
3: For some reason, I know this is wrong, but for some reason, I'm upset when people say bless you when I cough because my coughs sound like sneezes.
2: Oh, and you're like, they're just misinterpreting.
3: Yeah, like that (laughs) wasn't a sneeze. I just want
2: to acknowledge
3: (laughs) that you've...
4: you've been in some sort of distress
3: <laughs> you know that's what saying bless you is
4: about for me
3: I, yeah i guess I, you're I right i want to be
4: like I, I i empathize i think yeah i
3: probably maybe have even one, once corrected somebody like i've been corrected for I'm, I'm sorry i
2: didn't sneeze that was but, a yeah cough.
4: But that was felt, a cough. But
3: I, I felt you. like shit after i did it so i'm like i'm never gonna do that
4: again I, i've been corrected so many times it's really strange
3: by people not me right
4: (laughs) i don't know i don't keep track
3: i just like cringe every time someone says bless you and i didn't sneeze
4: oh all right we're rolling
3: uh so we'll start with a song and then we'll talk and then
2: you'll do another song and we'll talk some more and we'll do it like that so you can start whenever you feel good okay
0: (laughs) what Uh, song (laughs) uh honey Tongue.
2: okay
5: Lately, I've been hanging on with more than a grin. Put in for the best side, she's no.
2: start by having you all introduce yourselves and the band and what you play or do or whatever.
0: Okay. Um, My name is Jeremy and I uh, write the songs and uh, I'm lucky to have wonderful people play and collaborate with me. Uh, Yeah.
3: Cool. Um, I'm Brittany. I uh, sing a lot. And I write the parts that I sing to accompany Jeremy's songs.
4: Uh, I'm Jacob, and I play guitar and don't do much else.
3: <laughs> you write your guitar parts.
0: And you sing, lovely, oh, like an Oh, I forgot an angel. about that. <laughs> you, sing, you sing like an angel.
2: Humble.
4: <laughs> no, just forgetful. <laughs> I would be lording it over all of you if I remembered.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> So uh, how did you guys all meet each other and end up playing in this band? Oh, in your New Balance, right? That's, we that's the New- name.
0: That's right. We are New Balance. Uh, this band came as my previous band, Canyons, uh, was kind of being put on hold. And, uh, I've written songs just by myself for years and years and, um, often don't play them out cause I would be playing with my big old rock band Canyons. But, uh, Uh, When I didn't have that outlet, I thought, well, it's a nice time for a change of pace. And so I started uh, working more uh, intently on writing um, quieter, a little more uh, folk singer-songwriter-style songs. And then both Jacob and Brittany were in Canyons, and they are great musicians. And so um, also the person who records and helps... Me write all the songs. His name is Brayden and he uh, played piano in Canyons. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's still, it's basically like Canyons Light, but <laughs> completely not that at all. New Canyons. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> canyons 2.
2: Canyons 2. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other like uh, Coke, Pepsi, oh. Spins, <laughs> but Crystal Canyon, or Crystal New <laughs> <laughs> Crystal Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> Crystal Canyon. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Uh, So,
2: you all knew each other from that band, so then how did you meet originally, I guess?
4: Um, Coffee shop.
2: Yeah, Yeah, pretty much.
4: All
0: three of us met in Fullerton, because we're all roughly from the Fullerton area, and uh, we met at a coffee shop through years of going to the same exact coffee shop and sitting and just killing time
2: just like seeing each other and like making like light conversation yeah. and realizing all pl- or made music yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: which is a kind of funny way it seems very old-fashioned and quaint at this point <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but i like it
2: who was it that like broached the idea of like making a band like who was like is like hey uh do you guys want to do uh, a thing
4: well jeremy had had canyons right. and uh it was pre-existing by the time i played in it and uh, he eventually was like, Hey, I uh, want to play guitar for the band I'm in. I was like, Yeah, sure. <laughs> and and, then, um, oh, yeah. Oh, go on. No, you oh, can uh, go. No, I know. You... <laughs> All right, I'll keep going. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, so then Canyons kind of ended. And then a little while later, Jeremy's like, Hey, I'm doing New Balance with Brittany." Do you want to play guitar for that? And I was like, yeah, okay.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And um, Canyons had a couple of backup singers, including myself. And um, me and this other backup singer had a lot of experience singing together. So we had really good chemistry, and we always came up with really cool ideas. And I think that was kind of like a somewhat of a catalyst, like, cool, like, Jeremy, saying, like, I can I can do this with these two other singers. Um, I don't know. Would you agree?
1: Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Cool. And there's uh, a,
3: a girl named Nia who was on our first little EP. So she was the other singer. And I think, I don't know, just kind of jamming and writing with Jeremy while in Canyons with the three of us, and then eventually Jeremy and I, and then adding Jacob and Brayden. It kind of all sort of exploded into new ballads <laughs> i made it happen yeah okay then
2: for each of you i guess when did you start playing music as like individuals or like when did you start getting interested in like the music or in the scene or like your instrument or whatever you play or do um like if you remember when or how okay we were.
0: <laughs> uh let's see i made my first band when i was in eighth grade um oh i love
2: that this already i love it already <laughs> uh,
0: i don't remember our name i don't know if we had a name but uh it was with uh, a guy named andy and he's in a lot of cool bands and i still hang out with him he he was most notably i guess in uh palm reader but he's also in like half goon, or was in half goon now the world thing. What's that? What's their new thing? Uh Leisure World and No Side. He's yeah, great. I've he's heard of he's the all homie. Of those <laughs> Love Andy and all the people he plays with. Um but uh yeah, so we, we started we played music when we were in 8th grade. I uh, I got inspired to play music by hearing uh Weezer's Blue album for the first time and realizing that I like could connect with something uh on a uh like a conceptual level because um, a lot of the music that was big when I was in like eighth grade so that would be like 2000 early 2000s was like very uh macho very like a uh, cool guy very like I don't know out of the realm of what I felt yeah. as a popular human. music
2: in the early 2000s was like weird yeah. <laughs> it was a weird time
0: yeah and so uh hearing that album for the first time I was like oh there's like people normal people that it can make really fun happy cool music that's also sad and a whole range of emotions that's not just like cool guy posturing or like uh like really macho like like new metal or whatever like even like hip-hop at that time was very uh like all about materialistic things And th- that wasn't how i felt as a person um i guess 2000s emo was also a thing but that felt very removed from me as well so
2: yeah well 2000s emo was also like or at least what was big was like it was it's it's rough to say like Emo like wasn't uh, sincere by that point, but yeah. I kind of feel like it wasn't yeah. anymore because like it was more about like the culture of yeah being in in, in being an emo kid. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah.
0: So I related to Weezer a lot, and through that got into all the various things from there. But
2: what kind of what kind of band was your eighth grade band?
0: Oh, it was a silly like pop, like pop punk power oh, pop that's what kind of looking. thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't very good.
2: You know, (laughs) but I (laughs) was—I'd only been, yeah, I'd only
0: been playing guitar for I think a year. So it was like, I play guitar now. What do you do? You play a band, you make a band, or whatever. It's true, yeah, yeah.
2: That's beautiful. What about you two? Uh,
4: I always liked music, and I wanted to play bass. And then my parents got me a guitar for my birthday when I was like 13, and then. I started playing it, and uh, I don't know. I got I got a <laughs> book from Guitar Center that had all of the tab for the Blue album, and uh, that was pretty cool. <laughs> and then I was in I was in a couple bands, and then I wasn't, and then I was in Canyons eventually, and that's my story. <laughs> <laughs>
2: How old were you? you? Were you said you were like thirteen when you got your instrument? Yeah, thirteen, and fourteen. Instrument.
4: I think I was a freshman in high school. So
2: and you said you wanted you wanted to play bass. Like that was I really wanted you wanted to be one to play? a bass player. Why was that?
4: I always felt connected to the bass and songs. I don't know.
2: Was it like because of the instrument itself, like the grooviness of it, or was it like I think it was, or like when you because sometimes like when you're that young, like you don't even understand how that worked in and it's sort of just like you like the persona? Of- I think it
4: was the register of the instrument. Okay. So just that, that low end. Mm. I don't think that I had really thought about bass as um, like the function that it serves in the band or in a band, um, which is a good bassist. Have, they have a very specific role. Yeah. And they're good at figuring out what that is and I'm not that good at doing that. <laughs> um
2: No, good. Yeah. A good bassist is a bassist that is utilized yeah. rather than just kind of there. Mhm. Yeah.
4: So I never became any great bassist. <laughs> <laughs> He's an excellent and guitar player. Incredible. Yeah, he plays like a A passable guitarist. Oh, <laughs> oh my
2: god.
3: I'm sure that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. He's lying. It's, it's okay. Not, yeah. He's also is, um, a good liar.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's that's a good they made that robin williams insult. movie about me <laughs> <laughs> jacob the liar um
0: jim carrey movie yeah yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> it's all based on me <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: what about you Brittany? um i did not become aware that i liked singing until um britney spears came out with baby one more time Yes. Yeah, that's, that's a, this is a true silly story. Um, but when I ask my mom, she says, I've been singing since I was really little, just like to myself. And, um, I watched a lot of musicals growing up. So I just, I don't know, I got used to singing along with Judy Garland most specifically. Um, but yeah, when I started, you know, watching VH1 and MTV and saw Britney Spears, you know, I I knew I wanted to be a singer when I was like eight. Wow. <laughs> um, but then I got cool when I was like in fifth <laughs> and sixth grade and I really liked No Doubt. And then I switched over to like, you know, the alternative. That's um, so,
2: I love this. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. And I, it's funny, half of my room was completely covered in Britney Spears pictures that I've like, acquired over years and years of buying magazines and then the other half was slowly becoming more like alternative and I remember looking around and thinking I have to choose (laughs) (laughs) um and I and I chose the alternative side and then I I don't know and so I started going to shows I'm from the high desert and there isn't a lot to do up up there but when you get into the the Emo, then like screamo, then hardcore scene. It's like that's all you have, really. So I started going to shows when I was in junior high, and I, uh, I never thought that I would um, actually join a band and become an official recording artist um, <laughs> until like very recently. Um, Canyons was the first band that I ever joined, and prior to that, I was like in choirs that I really loved, a huge choir nerd in high school, and um, I sang for churches a lot. So I, I'm very well versed, I'd say in, in accompanying people and doing backup vocals, which I really enjoy. I don't feel like I'm in the background. I feel like I'm part of something more yeah. than anything. So, um, that's my story. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, people don't talk enough about
2: the Britney Spears to Dude. Gwen Stefani transfer <laughs> yeah. happened for a lot of kids. Yeah. So I'm glad you brought that up. Dang. <laughs> I, Is that a thing? Oh, it's very much. It was like, I am think I think back to how when I was a kid and Britney Spears was like the only like musician I can like remember from that time or the mm-hmm. one who was like significant to me at least. And then it shifted. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, I think that happened Straight with a lot Gwen? of girls. So I don't
3: know. Yeah, That's maybe. interesting.
0: Gwen's great. I mean, no yeah, her doubt great. great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's bananas. <laughs> my
3: my first singing debut, like public singing debut, was in sixth grade. And um, I sang Just a Girl. Oh. Um, and my family was so scared because they thought I was going to suck because they'd never like heard me. <laughs> this is the way my dad tells a the story. They, never, <laughs> they had never heard me like really sing. Um so my dad said that he was probably just as nervous as I was. Aww. Um but then when I sang he was very surprised. But he's probably incredibly biased as my father, but sure. Yeah, that was yeah, that was an important tragic kingdom was like a very um important album for yeah. me. So, so you had like never like sung in front of like your family or like publicly no. before at all or No. No, that was the first time. Huh. And then in junior high I started singing for like church uh worship bands and started singing. But choir and singing in choirs are, are different because you're with a bunch of people, but um yeah, you have to like stay in your area basically. Yeah, yeah. But I was in an after school choir where there was a total of like five people. And so you were carrying your own part completely by yourself and it was exhilarating. So I, I'm still kind of shy performance wise, but it's been a it's been quite a journey. Yeah. So great. Um, this is all about me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I asked you yeah. specifically. Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay, and then um, I also want to know, like, what are, what are, like, each of your, like, personal, like, influences that you think you bring to your music or practice or this band specifically? Because I think it's, yeah, I mean, like, because everything you've ever listened to yeah. in your life kind of informs everything yeah. you make. So what are those things for you uh, guys?
0: Well, I, I write all the, the songs. Um, and I I tend to, my listening habits are really all over the place. So I, whenever I have a project, I try to like understand the, the goal of the project and what the things that I am interested in, how those can play a part of that end goal. Um, and this is more of like a singer songwriter kind of project. It is a group, um, but it's, Uh, the style wise it's more uh I was listening to a lot of like 60s 70s even 50s uh like pop artists and folk artists um got really into people that are like I don't know all the greats you Mm -hmm. figure like Townes Vincent or like Joni Mitchell or uh Leonard Cohen or uh Paul Simon especially he's incredible like those kind of things it's like uh like the obvious like if you're a songwriter you probably uh have at least a passing understanding of their influence on people that you're probably influenced by. Yeah. Um I don't know. So I I tried to go back to like those kind of like figures and then even beyond that. I mean, there's like so many different types of just musicians like out there that have been influential that aren't being recontextualized to the modern day. A lot of the influences for I wanted to write folk songs but a lot of times you associate folk music with like I don't know, like suspenders and like dust bowls <laughs> and like I don't know, Bow-tows. really dumb yeah, like d- dumb stuff. <laughs> like <laughs> well, it's fine for, in the ra- mean... <laughs> in the right context, it's fine. It like makes sense like if that's genuinely who the people are and they're like that's writing from their their core, but I'm I'm from a city. I like I uh um I try to write songs that are about living in a city and traveling and the things that are like relevant to me in 2016 and 17 Mm -hmm. and not like try to fall into the tropes of like the, the typical folk singer songwriter concept and try to be very uh, honest about it not being some rehash or like pastiche of like past uh, genres. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is its own, it, it is falling back on, ideas from the past but i i want it to be something that's uh from today
2: yeah is there like a specific way that you would like tackle that like uh how would like how would you go about it so that um you didn't end up sounding exactly like like a, like a, like a 60s folk band like cuz i i mean part of that is also just like existing in 2017 yeah, yeah, so there's te- no way technology
0: is very different <laughs> um obviously some people are really good at replicating those yeah. like old recording styles or like those um ways of orchestrating uh, recordings but like uh no i mean lyrically i try to make sure i like uh, Brittany and i were just talking about this yesterday we were listening to some folk song that talked about texting and i was like oh that's cool it's like like this wasn't written 50 years ago. This was mm-hmm. written in the last, I don't know, 10, 15 years or whatever. Because that's like when texting has become more prominent or whatever. Just talking about technologies or things that would only be relevant to someone if they were uh, living in today. Yeah. Um, and I think some of the recording uh, quality. I come from like an alternative, like kind of like artsy like background in terms of uh, my listening habits and trying to constrain that into like a pop format or like a folk singer-songwriter pop format. It's not necessarily pop in like a Britney Spears sense, but more so like I um, I don't know, just trying to think about how I, I carry in those influences. They're just like so buried deep within me yeah. that it's like, I think it comes out in its own way. Mm. Uh, all the... All the other things that I are bubbling underneath the surface that come to the fore when I'm trying to write these folk songs yeah. yeah
2: and then for the two of you, is there anything that you think specifically has affected the way you work in this band or
3: I'd say definitely choral singing um, not just with harmonies but with dynamics too um, vocal dynamics and like what it all can emote. Um, I'm never positive that anyone can hear the emotion in my voice with everything else. But if it's making me a confident singer and a confident writer, then that's great. And that kind of falls back on musicals as well, where you have to, the singers have to convey an emotion and the words that they're singing. So I would say definitely music and and choral singing Mm. adding to um, or influencing the vocal dynamics and um, is probably the biggest Influence that I can bring when you say vocal. Di- can you like explain that? Oh, a yeah, little yeah. Yeah. More yeah for me? <laughs> that's, a, that's a choral term <laughs> um, like a uh, I guess like the a big one is like a uh, volume, you know, like that kind of vocal dynamic with Backing off here or being really loud right here. So like the way or, you deliver. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah um, I I try to connect with the lyrics as much as possible while also listening to like what the instruments are doing uh to match that um but yeah not just you know staying one volume or sticking to one texture of my voice like if i feel like i should belt here then i'm gonna belt here if i should back off or sing more breathy then i'm gonna do that if i feel like it makes sense so Mm. yeah
2: cool no yeah that's interesting yeah
3: (laughs) jacob
4: uh i don't really know what is coming out in this you know
2: (laughs) well what do you like what do you have what have you been listening to your whole life because i feel like that is part of you yeah
4: um a lot of things
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's not an answer
4: (laughs) uh you know you you grow up on the beatles and then you get weezer and then I think this is what every young man's life That's is not true. like. <laughs> every single no, it's no, it's biological, wrong. I think. Um and then from there, Weezer takes you kind of all over. Um or took me all over.
2: So like it you um, entered into like alternative rock basically and then
4: Yeah, and then from there post rock and then after I couldn't listen to post rock anymore. Uh just a bunch of stuff (laughs) i don't i don't know i don't i'm not i guess very good at seeing I in this in particular where anything is coming from Mm. uh the reason i place light in it is because um before i was playing with them they had our friend morgan playing lap steel and uh I liked that aesthetic, and so I was like, "Well, I'll try slide." I'd never played slide before, newbie really, and uh, that means New Balance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's that's been fun learning to do that. That, yeah, I say things now.
2: <laughs> I don't was say it things. Like just, I try to parse this. So. <laughs> So you picked up slide Guitar because you thought it would sound appropriate for this band. Because I would agree like this band does have like a, a like you said, like an older sound mm-hmm. to it. Or something that harkens back to previous decades. So you're like, I'm going to do this for that because I think it'll work.
4: Yeah. Well, also someone had already made that choice. Or yeah. Fred Morgan had already made that choice. I, you know, I wasn't actively like, oh yeah, Slight <laughs> is it. It was just kind of like. Yeah, uh, that works, and I'll I'll try that too.
0: Uh, <laughs> we've been making new songs though, uh, and a new album, and Jacob is doing a lot more of like what I feel like is your more natural inclinations
4: on the newer songs. Yeah, I don't know. We ditched that slide part from yeah, that, that one song. <laughs> I liked that slide part, but,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but then you did like a crazy like Nels Klein solo in the middle of the, the new single, and then like. Uh, I don't know. There's like, I, Jacob is a complex musician, so he has a lot to give. <laughs> Do you just... think
2: you're going back to like the rock that you listened to like when you were really young? Because I feel like that is possible. Like, I feel like that one might might be. Part I of wish people. I were. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's what it sounds like because you went from like the Beatles and then you went to like Weezer and then you were listening to post rock and then yeah, and then it seems like you've gone. back Well, lately a I've bit.
4: been listening to like Cannonball Adderley. <laughs> like jazz stuff Mm. and then like weird stuff like dm stiff uh so i don't know just like you said earlier kind of everything that you've listened to comes (laughs) out in some way A melting pot inside your body for me it's like i'll forget that i listened to something and then jeremy will be like oh that sounds like that thing and i'm like oh oh yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah, him, him and I often
0: will like play the, the like, the weird spot the influence with like yeah. what we're doing, <laughs> and then like see if this weird unusual idea of an influence can be incorporated somehow into the song, which is like a more typical like here's some chords kind of song.
4: Yeah. Oh, there's a there's a thing, where it's like um, you're playing guitar with your finger which you can see very well while you're (laughs) listening. Um, (laughs) That was a terrible, like the tip of your um, index finger, or I use my index finger. I've seen people use their middle finger, but that's a thing that I saw. I think Blake Mills was the first person I saw do that. And I was like, that's pretty sweet. So that's an influence that's coming out (laughs) directly.
2: Just like the idea of that, like that light touch. basically. Yeah. Just
4: because you're, I don't know how to describe it.
2: It's it's textural. It, yeah. yeah.
4: But yeah. It, the action, I'm trying to think of how to describe the action. I guess it's not really important.
3: No, they get it from the sound. Yeah, this, <laughs> well, this
4: particular sound came from someone else. <laughs>
3: I'm just going to go right ahead and say that Jacob is a genius. And he just, just beautiful sounds come out of <laughs> him. And his, I mean, looking at his pedal board right now, there's a lot going on. Like, he he is extremely talented, and you don't really know what's going to come out of him, but when it does, he's got incredible discernment, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When it comes out, it's, like, it's perfect, whether it's something, like, atmospheric and kind of abstract, or if it's something familiar. Um, yeah. Yeah.
4: It's very nice, and I feel very uncomfortable.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, Ken, I have you guys play another song. Yeah. Yes.
3: Do you want to While play? While you're uncomfortable? <laughs> yeah.
0: should, should we play Tinsel or Shirley?
3: Shirley.
0: Shirley. Okay. This one is from our album that we released last summer.
3: Uh, We're talking several at once But grace
5: Into bluebirds in the wind up
1: machine.
5: She tries a lot of things to get through the day. Simply asking, please, me.
2: from California originally? Uh,
4: California. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> North OC except Brits except from, from, the, I'm high from
3: desert. the high desert. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Which is still considered Southern California yeah. it is.
4: <laughs> Eastern Southern California.
2: I was just wondering because like when I first listened to this album um, I was wondering where you guys were from because this is like my own self putting my ideas onto your music but it just it felt like a like a album that came from some band from like either like the northwest or the midwest which i think is oh. attributes to like the folk aspect of it okay. probably because for whatever reason i just don't associate this sort of sound with yeah la <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is my own fault
4: well we're orange county yeah, yeah. you're right
2: i'm sorry orange county <laughs> <laughs> <The
4: O>. uh, <laughs> uh
0: i mean i was obsessed with the northwest in terms of a. Uh, their musical lineage for years and years and years. And like my favorite band for a very long time was Modest Mouse. Um, And so I think even though I'm not, I don't know, I couldn't picture Isaac Brock necessarily writing these songs. Like I think there's like this like distinguishing factor that you might associate with artists from up there Mm -hmm. that comes through. I mean, Elliot Smith or like any number of people that have like been from that area, it like tends to, I don't know. That was a period of time that form was formative for me.
2: Yeah, but it was also like the instruments, like the organ and like the the saw. I'm like, this, this it just oh, sounded yeah. like,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Yeah. But but then when I like went in and, like looked at the lyrics themselves, I was like, oh, this is like a very like California centric yeah. sort of thing when you actually like uh parse it out. Yeah. And so I was wondering because when I was reading them, like each all the lyrics sounded like very like specific, like they were coming from like concrete imagery you may yeah. have seen like in your real life and there's like this very like whimsical quality because of that which i really liked.
3: Okay. And it, like
2: all of it was very it felt like restful and nostalgic and maybe like a little spooky at times. Okay. So i was wondering like um when you're writing these songs, do you like go back to like specific memories or things you've seen in in your life and uh, how does that work for you?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um i'm always a little uh, scared to give too much detail, so i like i give I came across this way of writing in, when I was writing these songs where I was trying to be, like, hyper-detailed, so much so that you, like, kind of, like, can't tell what's actually happening. Mm. Um, more so, like, an impressionistic understanding of a, an event or, like, a, like it's almost like seeing something, uh, like, zoomed in so close. Like, you see, like, a, I don't know, like, a red solo cup from a party or something. You, you can tell that there's something going on, but, like, you can't. <laughs> That's a good... Uh,
2: no that's that's a <laughs> yeah. very like, like
0: you can tell there's something but you don't know necessarily you don't have
2: the scene it's the yeah, whole scene yeah. it's just details
0: Yeah yeah uh, and I do a lot of painting and so a lot of my paintings tend to be more like A combination of abstract and then combining like very specific real detail, um, but in a way that's a little disorienting, so you don't fully know what's happening. Yeah. I more so am focused on the feeling that you're receiving from it, as opposed to like the specifics. Um, And some of it is fiction to an extent. I think anytime you write a song, you're like filtering it through something, and it then becomes fiction, whether or not it's based on a real event. Yeah. Um, Everything
2: is a a telling of. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So there is like an element of fiction within most any like any story, um, no matter how truthful you desire for it to be. Um, And so it is. Most of them are based on either things that I specifically have like memories of, or things that I've um, witnessed from other people, like or like things that I've heard other people say they've experienced, or that I've observed they've experienced. Um, Yeah, most of it's based around. Living in Southern California mm. and uh, being, I, I want it to be, like you said, it, uh, to an extent it seems like it could be from a number of places. But I want to ground it in the fact that I'm, I live in Southern California, play shows in Orange County, I play shows in L.A., I play wherever. Like this is my home and what influences me. Yeah. And I think it's valid to write about it
2: i do too yeah i think it's more honest that way also you only know what you experience yeah (laughs) Yeah. but like the way you explained it was with the the painting that really i felt that because since i'm also a visual media person like i was like oh this is like how when you in comics like there's i forget the type of the name for the type of panel but it's basically when you focus in on uh an object or like a detail and you just keep doing that basically over and over to like just set tone rather than say anything and just kind of like setting like an emotion for the page or what will happen yeah subsequently so i was like oh yeah because i didn't when i was reading the lyrics i wasn't parsing it out that way for some reason but when you said that i'm like oh that's exactly what it is it's about mood yeah so
0: Yeah, I mean, there's stories, and you can, like, get from it what you want, I suppose. Like, you can get into it what you give. Um, And if you're, like, trying to study it, I suppose it can be whatever you want it to be. Mm. Um, I mean, and there is meanings for me, specifically, and that's chill. And it's chill that other people can get their, I don't know, feelings and emotions from it, however they deem.
2: I was also wondering if it was, like... um from this like it felt like it was coming from like a childlike perspective and that might have just been because when I first read them like I just like kind of saw all these details and I was like oh this is like the type of thing like if I was a kid I would notice just because like my perspective is like smaller than or at that age like I remember like as a kid like I would notice like the way like the back of the car seat felt in like my dad's old car and that's something you don't really think about but when you're like that small like it's like oh yeah. you're like obsessed you obsess yeah. over it for like yeah. the hour that you have to sit in the car And that's just like a lot of the things you were saying like kind of felt like that like in um Harold and Juanita you like talked about like the flower bed spread oh yeah and then also like that taxidermy deer and I'm like those are like just kind of things that you like don't really know how to parse I guess yeah. as a child it's but just there. It's, it's just, just there thing. and you kind like, of like yeah look at there yeah. it is so I was wondering if like any of the any of these were kind of like describing moments from childhood, or if that was just kind of like a view you were putting on to um, describe things in general.
0: I wrote the album in like two months, three mm-hmm. months, except for uh, sorry about the roses, which was like a song from like two years ago or two years prior to the album, and uh, um, all of those were just written about what I was encountering in that like two three month period. Uh, I tend to like write albums about once a year it seems like at least at the current rate and uh so i tend to just try to be whatever is like uh intellectually and emotionally like as most honest as i can be at that time so like we wrote we decided or let's see let me start over uh canyons ended in like november we played our last show and then in december we decided to start uh engaging in this and uh, then we had an album by June. Wow. So.
2: That's quick. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so that was the the trajectory. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I got a new project. I got to write for it. Mm-hmm. I was already, Canyons had an album that was never finished. So I was already just in like writing mode. And so mm-hmm. it, that helped, that sped the process along.
2: You also said how like these are quieter songs as opposed to like Canyons and your previous bands. Is that, does that feel like a different, and Does it scratch a different itch for you?
0: Totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've had uh, quiet projects in the past, and then I just haven't uh, pursued them in the the uh, as my like main project or main thing that I'm pushing. Um, and I decided I've got enough practice in this, and I've done it enough times that it felt uh, like is a good time to do that as I'm getting a little older and it like playing loud music is incredible and it's like very, it can be life affirming in its own way. Uh, but, uh, Honestly, the logistics of playing with less people is incredible. And it's, uh, <laughs> Two thumbs up. It makes uh, planning things more often yeah. and much easier. Yeah. Canyons, by the end of it, had like seven members. And so, you know, that's just Managing a, lot of, the a lot of wrangling cats kind of yeah. feeling.
2: Four, do you approach writing the songs like themselves? Like I asked if you write them differently, which is yes, you do. But like, can you speak to anything specific that is like... Like is a guitar part itself just different because you're like, oh, it has it's a different sound. Does that make sense? <laughs> I think. Uh,
5: uh,
0: yeah, I can. I guess I can speak into that. Um, I play electric guitar mm-hmm. um, more often than not. I would find that like uh, uh, singer songwriters, folk artists, they gravitate to like acoustic instruments, and they uh, tend to want to like play up that like more pastoral element of it and i decided to play the electric guitar because it's like you don't typically expect a folk artist to play i mean there's a trope of that too like i don't know bob dylan does it whatever like but like there it it shifts the view away from even more so like trying to push it more away from that initial concept of what folk music can be and just uh just by having like tons of reverb and having this kind of dreamy, atmospheric sound to all of the things I'm playing, it adds a different texture um, and context to view these lyrics in.
4: Mm. Yeah. Um, I think, for me, there is a difference in what I write for this as opposed to what I would write for a different... for a loud band. Um, And I think that that's really dictated by or what I write is dictated by what's happening vocally. Okay. I feel like a lot of my role in playing with this band is to make sure that the vocals are um, lifted up or apparent or whatever. So a lot of my playing is something that will double the vocals or be a harmony or, I don't know. I just feel like that works really nicely, whereas in a loud band, I would probably be focused more on like creating a texture or some sort of mood or element, or I don't know that's what I have to say, yeah, <laughs> so
2: like in this band you' you feel like you play more of like an assist and like a, and you lend yourself up to them? yeah I mean
4: I think any band I would hope to be assisting, but oh, yeah. i think I think <laughs> maybe in this w- the specifics of what I'm assisting I feel like my role is more defined in my mind in New Balance than it was in Canyons or most bands um, so the assist goes to the vocals mm-hmm. you know when I was passing to Kobe <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I'm done I See like ya. That. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Why do you why do you feel like your role is more defined in this band?
4: I think probably because it's a smaller scale okay. that we're working on. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not
2: it's more clear.
4: I think I think that a lot of my playing is response like no matter what kind of thing I'm playing with, I'm responding to something. And so the most active thing in this is the vocals. So I think most of my playing tries to respond to that in some way. Mm. Okay. I don't know if that makes sense or no. Not. That doesn't I make hope sense. it does. No. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> Understand me. Yeah.
2: And then Brittany, like you said, you write like a like the backup m- melody parts. I I've never ha- spoken to anyone throughout these interviews who's like just like had that sort of role. So wow, I'm like just. Not, well, I'm saying <laughs> shut. I'm not, <laughs> I just hit Jacob. I mean, has focused on that. Like that has been like their thing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And like, I think I find that very interesting. So I want to like know more about like, like how you approach that, I guess. Like, Mm -hmm. what do you do? (laughs) Um, hmm.
3: Hmm. Well, I've been, that's, hmm. I, I've done that most of my life. So, um, here's another sweet, endearing story. Um, Nia, who I mentioned earlier, who was, in Canyons and who um, was with New Balance for a while on the on the first album. Um, she and I met in high school, freshman year of high school. And she and I both were singers, but we were like 14 years old and we didn't entirely know what we were doing, but we had like this natural um, talent, I guess. And um, so she and I learned to harmonize um together like whether I took the melody or the harmony or whatever but she and I got particularly good at, at this thing um that this thing that I do that she does also like accompanying people um with each other and did you ever listen to Isley that band Isley I didn't but okay. I know okay who you're talking cool. about Cool, yeah well it's it's a <laughs> it's a family but like a like three three female singers and um so that's me just accompanying people has always been what I did and um I mean sans my sixth grade talent show you know performance so it's just it comes very natural to me to accompany somebody else and I I mean I lead a little bit on Shirley Temple which was kind of like it wasn't I wouldn't say it was scary but it was like oh like me just me (laughs) um and I do write a little bit of my own stuff on the side that I have, like, not um, really pushed forth um, up until this point, you know. But um, am I answering your question? No, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like I, especially having a, a, a large background of singing in churches where, you know, they, they're trying to convey a message that they feel is very important that we feel is very important about you know this divine character so like um singing communally and being really inclusive with not only like the band but with the congregation is something that i just like i, I just to, i feel whole when i am with other people and when i'm part of a big a bigger picture or a, I don't know. I I prefer that.
2: No, oh, yeah, truthfully. I get that. Like, yeah. Again, like I said, like I, I like draw things, but like my main thing is in animation, and that's mm-hmm. like a team thing. Cool. Like you can't do it. It's almost impossible to do it by yeah, yourself. Yeah. yeah. And part of that is like you have to like uh, contributing, basically. Like yeah. you have to like you have to be you have to enjoy creating through a group, mm-hmm. and not only be okay with like your part being only like a small part that is like this cog in the greater machine, but Mm -hmm. like liking that. So Mm -hmm. I I totally get what you're saying with that. It makes sense to me. (laughs) But for this band, so like Jeremy, you'll write a vocal part Mm -hmm. and then you'll get that from him Mm -hmm. and then you'll do something from there. So what, what, what do you... What are your choices? I mean, <laughs>
3: like, uh, I don't. Like, I'm trying to convey to you that, like, I don't no, understand um, what you're thinking. Oh, that's okay. fine. <laughs> Can I or no. I, well, I, I love to harmonize. Uh-huh. So, and I sing lower. So, I mean, I just pick up on a harmony and, um, and I just try to vibe out where, like, h- lyrically and, Um, instrumentally, I feel like Jeremy's main vocal needs to be, like, really lifted up and, um, and assisting, like Jacob would put it, whether that's me, like, not singing at all or me kind of trying to exalt what, like, his vocal line. So I, yeah, assisting the vocals is definitely, like, my, my priority, and I guess it makes sense as a singer.
2: Um... So you're like going through and you're trying to like emphasize yeah. certain areas depending on like how you think it uh would help, yeah, and so definitely. then what's the conversation then when like you're like you just you so you're like, "I have this, and you guys run through it, yeah, and um, so then so then you you've all heard it, and yeah. then what what happens?
3: there have been very few times that Jeremys have actually maybe never jeremy's probably never told me no, <laughs> um if anything yeah. with what i <laughs> <laughs> um i think if anything i'm the one saying like no i'm not gonna sing here mm. um i don't know everyone seems to like what the other person does
0: i might sometimes i like will guide I, or like come in not guide i should it say like guidance uh i uh come into a uh, uh yeah i'm the dictator um <laughs> no i come into uh <laughs> like say we're meeting to like work on something and i'll have written a new song or something and i'll say like I'll play the song and then I'll be like, oh, I have an idea in this spot or something. And like you just kind of have to keep loose hands with most anything that you're going to do when you're collaborating because it's like if you hold too tightly onto something, then it will, uh, I don't know, you might just strangle it to where it doesn't work anymore. Um, And you have to be very open to having collaboration. Otherwise, you probably just shouldn't have collaboration. (laughs) Um, And so I try to choose people to collaborate with that um, I respect their, their realm and what they're doing and, uh, give guidance if I have an idea, but otherwise like, don't, I don't know, you should try not to step on people's, yeah. um, ideas cause I chose them because I respect what they do and I think they're both incredible at what they're doing. Yeah. So.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I think that answered my question. Cool. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> can you guys play another yeah. song,
3: please? Uh,
0: we're actually writing a new album, uh, and we're about four songs into it. Uh, and
4: uh, which is... um, bridge part do you think I should do?
0: <laughs> I liked your Blake Mills. Okay. Oh man, I'm gonna tune.
2: That's fine. Um,
0: <laughs> can I tune in your tuner?
4: Tell a joke.
3: You tell a joke. Do you have
2: a, a tight five-minute stand-up Oh, bit? A tight five?
4: <laughs> What's the deal?
2: <laughs> Already
4: funny. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> the weakest Seinfeld. <laughs> okay. <No kidding. laughs> uh... <laughs>
0: I'm almost
2: ready. You don't have to. You don't have to. Don't
3: have to Jeremy, hurry. <laughs> Is it all right
4: second. if I just breathe uh, into the
2: microphone?
4: Anyone else have any jokes? Um, no. Let's see. No. <laughs> okay. No, we don't. <laughs>
0: Alright, so, yeah, this song is one of the songs we've been working on for our new album.
5: When the point is Christ Who cares about the details Of the glamour of yesterday looks a bit chased like tinsel i wither out a laugh and see in my heart you pretend as if I don't care about all that I'm not buying God's favor karmic behavior as gold to chains Solomon in pleasure Tuckery at midnight speak as, as if, right. if right there's always more poles to measure. ego, looks like a crescent moon, shouldn't block one's own view, there's always more angles to plow through, what's mine is mine, what's in half is ours,
2: Um, uh, I don't know why I blinked right there for a yeah. second, but I was going to ask you guys, um, what's like the, the best show you guys have ever played and like the, what's the weirdest things ever happened at a show that you guys have played at? If you can uh, think of that.
0: With New Bones?
2: Uh, if, yeah. If you have one for that, then sure. But also any band you've ever been in, it would be appropriate.
0: <laughs> oh. Oh. There's a lot of... Uh, I have a story about Canyons being on <laughs> tour. Uh, that is the weirdest show I've ever played, but also uh, one of the best shows I've ever played. <laughs> I played in Olympia, Washington. And apparently in Olympia, there's some dentist that owns a bunch of houses in Olympia. And he uh, um, he's like really into the macabre, like Alan Poe status. Like uh, he... So he has this, he drives around to Hearst, like that whole thing. This is the story I got from the, the people that lived at this place. We played a house show. Uh, and they're saying that, um, that he paints all of these houses matte black. So like everything, like the inside walls, the trim, the outside, everything is matte black. We played in this matte black house. And there's like multiple matte black houses throughout Olympia. And so we played in this house And this guy, he, like, drives a hearse. He's, like, just really weird and, like, I don't know. So he's into that. And weird people can live in these houses. And the only – they're, like, cheap apparently, but the stipulation is that you can't change the color of the house. And so we're playing at this house, and it's weird, and there's, like, taxidermy everywhere, like, skulls, actual, like, taxidermied animals. Uh, I remember opening the fridge, and there was, like – I don't know, some sort of like animal remnant in it. (laughs) I I was, it was, it was interesting. I don't know. Olympia is a weird spot. I like it, but it's (laughs) a, it's an odd place. And uh, we played the show and uh, it was a tiny house, but the people that were there were just, they like were seemed pretty out of it, but they also danced and like, like moved around more than any other spot on the entire tour. But Just that whole concept of like a, I don't know, it was a very odd spot.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I actually think, I think Garrett told me about that place. Okay. But I didn't know that it was like a chain of houses. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's a local franchise. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's funny. I love that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Garrett played bass with us. Yeah. 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 Did Fugue play on here?
2: Yes. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Cool. (laughs) Can you guys think of anything? <laughs> Good question.
4: Were there any weird things on our, our tour?
0: Um... Oh. I mean, that just crazy house party that yeah. you went to.
4: Um, we went on tour last summer and played in Sacramento. And the booking guy was like, hey, there's a house party in Placerville if you want to go. And uh, so... Brittany has family in Sacramento, so her and Jeremy stayed behind. And then I went with the band we were on tour with, and uh, it was like an hour and a half outside of Sacramento through these mountain roads, and um, it was real dark and kind of (laughs) scary going in van. You got scooped. Yeah, sort of. And then we are like, Getting closed, and we're like, "Oh shoot! I wonder if they're gonna kill us or what's." Who knows? Like we're getting like more and more remote, um, and you know how rural folk are—prone to kill at the drop of a hat. <laughs> uh, I don't. Rural people, I love you. That was a joke. Uh, I gosh, shouldn't talk. Um, so. We eventually get to this like field on the side of the road where there are all these cars and we're like, oh, this is it. So we park and walk up and it turns out it's this giant like it looks kind of like some sort of diner or something, but huge and just made of logs. It's like this, but not like not Abraham Lincoln log cabin, like um, Disneyland log cabin. Okay, And um, cabin, the word cabin should be swapped with the word mansion. It was just like this giant log house place. And um, that was, it was a weird party. (laughs) Uh, This lady, so we go inside and this lady like comes up to me and she's like, oh, hi there, honey, how are you? And I'm like, she's an older lady. And I'm like, oh, I'm fine. How are you? And she's like, oh, I'm great thanks for coming uh we've got pillows if you need to sleep and I was like okay cool and she's like we've got a bar downstairs and I'm like okay that's that's all right and um so then uh we we decided to go swimming because there was a pool and
0: um of course the log pool
4: yeah well it was a classy yeah, it was a really nice pool. <laughs> they had a waterfall and a grotto and it oh. changed color all the time. It was it was a very nice pool. <laughs> uh and a giant inflatable dragon. And uh so we swam and then I was like, I'm going to go make a martini down in that bar she told me about. So I go into the house and um go down these stairs. And these stairs lead to like the biggest room I've seen in my life. <laughs> it's like it's like three stories high and like a... Wait. No, I, I. That part two and a half stories high. It's like floor to see just this giant room, like a banquet hall, and I, in my mind, it's like four school buses long. But I I doubt that that's true. <laughs> um, so I, I go down there, and there's the bar, just as I've been told. I'm like, great, a martini sounds so good. I hope they have some olive juice. And uh, I'm walking over there, and this guy starts looking at me. He's the only other person down there. I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> I feel like I'm in trouble. So I, I talk to the guy, and I'm like, hey, uh, can guy make himself a martini around here? And the guy's like, uh, most of our alcohol is outside. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, you probably couldn't find what you need here anyway. And I was like, well, I, I, I see vermouth and gin, and that's all I need. <laughs> and he's like, oh, fine. And he like grabs them before I can. So this bar is huge. Also, it it fits the room. It's it's better stocked than some bars I've been to. Um, and it's like an actual wet bar, and there's its own sink and refrigerator and stuff so he slams down these bottles i'm like okay so i just made myself a quick martini and um kind of ran away <laughs> and then we <laughs> we uninvitedly camped in there um several acres of yard <laughs> so
2: did you play at all was there a show at this? we played, we
4: played <laughs> that night yeah. hours beforehand
2: oh so you just okay
4: because the- it was a post the post-show party that we were sort of invited the to. The show
0: set-up okay. guy, it was like, yo, you, we just finished the show. Come hang out with us. And okay. so the show moved, but it was a, it's okay. a odd. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently
4: it was like, it's a big annual party for like the uh, Sacramento music scene people hmm. combined with some other people's birthday party. <laughs> I, I didn't really understand yeah. it, but... The people there were mostly very nice.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Goofy.
4: Yeah. I, I felt very frightened by the martini man.
2: <laughs> the martini man. Rubbed you the wrong martini
4: way. Man. I probably <laughs> rubbed him the wrong way and then <laughs> felt bad and turned into it some sort of shellfish.
2: <laughs> Great. Yeah. <laughs> so, so there you go.
0: You ask and receive.
2: Yeah, I asked and answered. Um, Thanks for coming out here.
1: Yeah,
0: thanks for having me. Thanks for making it work in your schedules. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Um, Where can people find your music on the internet?
0: Uh, We are on all of the regular streaming services. So if you type in New Balance, just like how you would spell the shoes, you will find us on Apple Music, Spotify, Tidal, and all that. And then we're also on Bandcamp. And so if you type in New Balance Bandcamp... You will hopefully find us in, in your Google search. Uh, <laughs> and that is there. We also have a Facebook, uh, which that one gets a little trickier. Um, I don't know. You could try, let's see, we're from Fullerton. So usually, if you type Fullerton with anything, it like pops up. But yeah.
2: Well, Facebook has also been like stupid for the last couple weeks.
0: Yeah. They There's- got rid
2: of the thing where like when you search something, it'll come up in the search really yeah so now you have to like just search oh. the thing and then it just goes to like a search page and yeah. it's awful that it's a bad fast. website yeah just, it, <laughs> it, it really is do that. i crazy. don't know like it, it was really handy for so long where like yeah. the thing you searched would just like the page would come up in you don't the search even bar. have to type the whole word yeah and <laughs> now <for laughs> the person's whole name now yeah. it's much harder and i'm yeah. sad yeah i'm sad
4: understandably so
2: Yes. Anyway, those are my yeah. qualms. <laughs> um, can you guys close out with one more song, please?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, this one's a cover that we play often. Also, not on our album. Are we allowed to
4: do covers?
2: In... Legally. Who are you covering? Is it like?
0: Uh, they're an old. It's called Big Star. It's like an old artist. Okay,
2: it's probably fine.
0: Okay. <laughs> If Should not, you so- can.
1: Yeah,
2: we could do something else. I mean, I'm just like we we're, like we want to be like a little careful. Yeah, but it's Whatever up to you. you it's it's sh- it'll be fine. Okay, <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, I've gotten more lax as the years have gone by. Okay. so <laughs> <laughs> if like...
0: uh, the very worst, you can just be like, "This is the end of the interview," <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and hopefully cut it off right now. now. Here, bye yeah. everybody. Hi. Okay, now now that
2: <laughs> that's taken care of. Uh, here we go. <laughs> this is
0: a Big Surge 13.
5: Won't you let me walk you home from school? won't you let me meet you at Won't you tell me what you're thinking of Would you be an outlaw for my love If it's so, well let me know If it's no (laughs) (laughs)
2: i feel all right for you guys yeah
1: yeah
2: yeah Yeah. sweet Sweet. then is done (laughs) sick thank you for listening to the living room this week our guest was new balance and their music can be found online at newbalance.bandcamp.com the Living Room was created by Lucas Cathy and Karina Taylor, recorded by Matt Sergers and Jeremy Scott at the Palisades, and produced by Hannah Moraz. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, or whatever podcast app you happen to use. If you have questions or would like to chat with us, email thelivingroompodcast at gmail.com, or hit us up on Twitter or Instagram. Special thanks goes to the residents of the Palisades for dealing with our noise, and of course, thank you for listening.